All right. Hello, everyone. Hello, mate. Welcome back to the... No. Jaffin. All right. I see you in the live chat. Cheeky live on a Friday. Got to love a bit of that. And uh, it's all been kicking off. It's all been kicking off, Flav. Lots to talk about. Lots to talk about, young man. Oh, dear. Oh, Oh, dear. I've got got a question for you, Jim. Go on, mate. Yeah, um, let's get this out of the way. I think it's important we talk about this. Go on. Well, this is something that's been on my mind. You know, it's been a tricky, tricky week for me. Mm. And I just can't let this go, right? Is Arteta damaging the Premier League? Like, <laughs> does he, Do we need to deal with him? Like, how do we deal with him? Constantly bringing the game into distribute, talking to the referees like they're, like they're nothing, like their authority means nothing. Behaving like a child when they score a last-minute equaliser. Is this? I mean, we need to. Do, what football needs Ooh. to do something about Mikel Arteta? Are you? That's, that's that's what I want to talk about. You want to talk about? You want to talk about Mikel Arteta? Feels like you're. Um, you might be just sort of dodge dodging the key issue here. That's um, in in the footballing world right now. Of course, we're going to be ranking all the possible Premier League title contenders in what will be a, a fantastic podcast that mixes the brilliance of football chat and salad cream debate in its most beautiful form. I did. A, I got actually some messages from my brothers telling me how to use salad cream. Really? I didn't realize they watched the pod and they God. went uh, <laughs> salad cream. Right, this is how you do it. And they, they they mentioned salad cream and beans, which had come up before on the pod, but um, do you still not that? quite sure what to do. Do you remember that time? So your brothers listen to the pod? Yeah, uh, apparently so. Oh, wow. Maybe I should tell that. Do you remember that time when I, one by one, just beat them all up just for like banter? <laughs> they were, that was class. They, what, um, at the wedding? Yeah, the wedding. I, went, I was like, you lot, queue up, let's go. And they were like, no, James, I just want to finish off my martini. I went, put your martini down. I'm going to slap you up and teach you a lesson, boy. Yeah, it was good. Do, you, do you remember whether they were questioning whether or not you was actually even a man at the wedding? <laughs> yeah, well, that's what anyway, kicked it off. That's what kicked it off. And so I, so I slapped him up one by one. This is niche. This and the last niche. one, I sort of pointed up at last to your brothers, and I pointed at him, and he was sort of whimpering. And I went, no, come, take your medicine. Yeah. I'll, I'll find out what they have to say about all of this. Yeah. Oh, all right, fair enough. Let's not let, say nothing. Let's <laughs> say nothing, mate. Let's <laughs> say nothing. Uh, I, I get it. All right, Arteta's probably it's a couple of days old, isn't it? Yeah. Even if he is well, old. I mean, there's a, a obviously this is a great podcast, but uh, the ripple effect does have a whole bumper edition on Arsenal. So if you want to go check oh, out God. that, we can talk about that. What about have... puke-worthy hour? That must be. It was a um, stunning hour of conversation. All right, fair enough. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I think on, on. Uh, another question then I have is, I reckon it's actually quite good. Because if the 10-point deduction didn't, was uh, you know what didn't happen? They'd be mid-table. Yeah. They'd, they'd be looking up. They'd be looking at European football. Do you know what I mean? Slapping up Newcastle as well. Yeah, just giving them a proper dickhead. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. They did, didn't they? Everton, hey. Everton gave Newcastle a proper dickhead. Do you know what? Sean Sean Dyche deserves a little bit of credit here because he. So he, I got a message from our beloved producer Kai, and he said, "Oh God." I said, "What's wrong?" He said. Seamus Coleman's playing. <laughs> First game in seven months up against up against Anthony Gordon. We've done a video on that, him as well and his fantastic movement. And I went, well, you know, he might be all right. And then he went, oh, God. I was like, what? And he said, Ashley Young's playing centre midfield. Oh, for f- but Sean knows. Wow. Daishi knows. <laughs> of course Daishi. he knows. Um, 
Well, like, just here, quickly mate. on Sean Dyche, quickly on Sean Dyche. I think there's, there's often a manager gets sort of, they get typecast as a certain type of thing. Mm-hmm. And really, typically managers do the best with what they've got. These are my bunch of players. How do I get the most effective results out of them? And Sean Dyche, apart from one season with Burnley, has been consistent as a Premier League manager with, with limited tools. Like, what would, what would Pep Guardiola do with, with Everton? Well, Mikel, yeah. Even, what would Mikel do with Everton? Because, I mean, you could, that what, could have been in a different world, in a different life. And I sent you, there's a, there a comment, it's too long to read out all of it. But one little, one moment of it, it was someone digging out Arteta. He suggested that uh, Arteta is only where he is due to nepotism. So in a different world, Arteta is Everton manager. Could he, do it, Bri- could he do it at Everton? Yeah. Could he do it at Brisbane Raw, for example? It's is, is a good question. It's a good question. It's things that needs to be considered. Um, the, the, the thing with Pep Guardiola, though, is they would look, he would look at Everton and go, no chance. I'm never going to take that. And that arrogance is an issue because people heralded Pep Guardiola for doing it with every single possible benefit he could have as a manager. And Shaw Dyche gets nothing, just gets taken a piss out of because he ate worms once. <laughs> which, which he didn't. Yeah, didn't eat the worms. This is this is this is it, isn't it? This is what there, there isn't the same amount of energy in saying that he ate the worms as <laughs> reminding people that he didn't eat worms. That's not why he sounds the way he sounds. Uh, got a couple of super chats. One from Ruri, who is one of our moist slugs. If you want to become a moist slug, there's a link in the description. Join the Patreon, which is as I say, popping off right now. And great mailbags, actually. We did an hour and a half yesterday. It was bloody good fun. Chat about all yeah. sorts. Um, but Rory says, what's my name, Flav? Because uh, we did um, Rowdy, dive, dive well, into the says, difficulties yeah. of, of Irish names. If you have got an Irish name that is spelt in a way that is difficult to read, let us know. That w- That's the mailbag for you. Um, what's his name? Um, I, I think it's Rory. his name? Good. Good. Rory or Rowry. That's as, as close as I'm ever going to get unless you actually tell me how you say your name. Yeah. Uh, Amen Madden with a super chat as well. Face the issue head on, Flav, and I will have to go to a different scene here because there is an elephant in the room. If you look at your screen, Flav, you'll see it now. Oh. And obviously this, this is a screenshot taken from a tweet from the fabulous at JLA underscore FC Twitter account. Everyone watching right now, do us a favor. Follow the dream. Okay, follow this account. But yeah, Tottenham, bottom of the form table. Right, bo- right well, down this is the bottom. It. This is, Clinging this is the on problem. to dear life, Lav. Clinging on to dear life. So uh, obviously the title is, oh, who are the Premier League contenders? You said on the mailbag yesterday, Tottenham are going to win the title. <laughs> we're we're going to win the league this year. Yeah. Well, it's not Save even... Say we just... So we're just uh, we're just sort of we're currently just sort of flying under the radar. I would say, um, yeah. you know, just sort of you know, just 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 floating around, waiting for a moment to strike. Yeah. Do you um, know what you did? You you flew over the radar and into position, and people were like, oh, I'm gonna, what's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? And you went, no, 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 not having that. Get yourself back under yeah. the radar. And that's where you are, clever man. Yeah. Look, this is the thing. This is this is the thing, right? Is if if you're flying over the radar, suddenly all the guns are pointing at you. Mm-hmm. In order to stay alive, you've got to go. You got you got to evade them by going under the radar. <laughs> Very clever. Right, the guns can't shoot you when you're under the radar. Yeah, up there, mate. That is elite. 
That is a um, late man's sanity from look, that brand. What this, what this thing you're saying, you're, you're, what's that, is that a form table, is it? That is a form, form table form where that. you are right. clearly under the radar and also under Luton, Lee, Sheffield United, and that, Burnley uh, and Forrest. Forrest of Steve Cooper, who is hanging by a thread, according to mainstream media, although the fan base do seem to be strongly behind him. Good for them. Um, yeah, they are behind him, but it kind of just, feel, do you feel like it feels like it's the end of the road for him? Do you know, but you know the, weirdly, there's this sort of Crystal Palace are just going, yeah, yeah, please just sack him so we can have him. It's this weird, do you, do you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like there's this sort of coexisting, yeah, they're going to replace Hodgson with Steve Cooper, excuse me, Steve Cooper as soon as, as soon, basically as soon as he's available. Wow. Did you not hear this? You're well, like, no, I saw all the time. I'll be honest, when I see the Steve Cooper getting sacked thing, I kind of just go... Zone out. I zone out because it's rubbish in my head. And now that might swing back around and not be great um, soon. But I just think... I think they'll stick with him. I think... I think football clubs are smarter than they previously were. And that's why there's so few managerial changes right now. And I think Cooper will be just fine. Even if they go down, he should stay with him. I think if they go down, then... I tell you, it's tricky, isn't it? But what what do they do if they get rid of Cooper? What who I, are they getting in? Like, what do they like, do? Just stick with him. I feel like you're dodging the issue here. But I think he did. I, I don't think Steve Cooper even want perhaps wants to stay at Forest. He wants what probably... he wants what's best for Forest. He said. Do you find that interesting? So anyone who missed yeah. that, he was saying, you know, are you fighting for your job? I mean, I don't. I don't think about it like that. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. you do a little bit, Steve. Come on. But I understand what he's trying yeah. to put out there, and he's like, "I just want to." It's one of them. It's like it's a bit of bit of martyrdom, which I think is a good move for him. And and I'm not saying it's not I, genuine, but he's saying, "I just want, I just want what's best for the club." We are paying you like uh, probably about sixty, seventy grand a week. Yeah, but don't worry about palace. the money. Don't worry about the money. He, I, just want, I, just I want think he wants to go to club. Palace. He wants to go to Palace. That's the thing. Do you know what's interesting about and Steve so he doesn't Cooper want... is that if if the if they're doing well or if they're doing bad you know like some managers look like more oh wow he looks really stressed steve like looks the same regardless yeah <laughs> well, what was it what did they it's, i don't know who said it the greatest quote in, in connection to football that there has ever been made that steve cooper looks like he's just always looks like he's just escaped a headlock he's <laughs> the greatest thing i've ever heard yeah he well, always looks like that. Will it? Will he escape the headlock that is Nottingham Forest Football Club? I think that's the question here. Um, but you are bottom of the form table. Come on. I think it'll be. How are we? Are we okay leave, with that? And the fact it'll is, leave our mutual. Dis- dis- stop dis- talking dis- about <laughs> other stuff. All right, let me talk about it. Um, it uh, look, all I would say about that is that the stats tell you absolutely nothing, other than like one simple fact. Right, but outside of that, there is a lot of grey area that needs to be considered. But you're just presenting me with one fact, and that is currently we're the worst team in the league. Now, well, okay. So last week I may have titled the podcast in a provocative fashion that may have got some heat for you, and I suggested yes, that Tottenham fans don't care about results. Good title, which is not what come I said on. at all. Come on, come yeah. on, yeah, but okay. That's not what I said. That's what I'm asking. Well, firstly, said, is it a good I title? Know, it's a great title, which is why I didn't. Yeah. yeah, well, this is why I didn't say to you, James, can you change James, that? James, people you are prick. abusing me. Yeah. Not you prick, but James, people are abusing me. Can you change that? And I'm like, no. Look, it's YouTube. You've got to play the game. That's the game. I'm willing to take this heat for James James Alcott. Thank you. Um, 
The problem is, is you, it sounded like all Spurs fans didn't care result, and there are a lot of Spurs fans that are not that are definitely care about what's happening right now, and I and, and I'm one of them, 100. percent right. The the problem with that bottom of the table and bottom of the form table mm-hmm. is why, if that is so significant, do I look at our performances and actually see a future that's very bright? Okay, it's just a spell. Like, look, fundamentally, West Ham won last night. They did win, obviously, 2 1. You saw it. They did nothing. Yeah. They scored two goals. I, I, right? um, and I'm no, going to say, say something else to you just quickly. It's both those goals were so fucking lucky, in my opinion. Like, Bowen didn't even know where the ball was. And he suddenly looked up and was oh my God, it's right where I need to kick, right at my right foot. He was spinning around going, where's the ball? Where's the ball? And suddenly, so. <laughs> So another like that that was uh, that was unlucky in my opinion. Yeah, we dominated the game again. We um we play a brand of football that I'm loving, and I understood and we all understood that this is going to take time. What what the problem was that we were so good at the start of the season when we had all our players, so there was a kind of shifting in expectation. But we where are where we're supposed to be, and that's in transition and working out how to play. Um, we would have conceded as many chances playing Conte's football last season as we did last night. And last night, you know, you look at two teams and you think one's on the up and it ain't West Ham. That's a good point. Okay, a couple of super chats. Uh, Alan5 says, much love, lads. Up the smush. What's smush? What team's that? I'm missing I like that. I'm hoping he's meant to say Spurs, but said smush. <laughs> oh, is he just paid for drunk, it? is he? Um, Fr- Fraser Fletcher. Hello, Fraser. Uh, this pod has become a staple in my week. Top job. P.S. Spurs will be fine. Aj had a bad spell at Celtic also. Went on to win everything. There you go. There you go. I, li- I liked what Postal Coglu said. Thank you, mate, by the way. But that's really nice. I like what he said. He said, look, I'm not here to play good football. I'm here to win. Joey definitely said, look. He definitely said, look, though, didn't he, first? That's look. Like, oh, look. Like, it might be the nicest, easiest question to go, how are you feeling today? Well, look. There's always that at the yeah, moment like, of like, shit. like, oh shit, have I put him? Yeah, and then he says something like, him. then he says something lovely and like charismatic. You're like, oh, okay. <sighs> yeah. We're fine. Look, We're fine. Least, look, look, the thing with uh, Postacoglu is uh, it, there was two things. Things were going really well at the start of the season and he was sort of, he's been pigeonholed as this lovely, cuddly kind of manager. So there's, he's being, he's, he's being, there's a, there's a condescending ass. There is a, a lack of respect in how familiar the referee, the, the journalists are with with him. In my opinion, they, right. there needs to be this barrier, and he's quite good at creating that barrier. But also, like obviously, the level of expectation, expectation, and um, the 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 way the media were treating Spurs in the first part of the season was different. And now that what you go off, if you go on Sky Sports or whatever you like, it's like saying, "Do we need to question Nange?" Yeah, of course you need to question Nange. You have to. You should have been. It should have always been like that. It's not this. He's, he's, a, he's a football manager like a, any other. It's just that it's like there was this cra- weird sort of fairy tale glow around him, which needed to go. Yeah, for many reasons. Fair enough. Uh, Fergal McClements, uh, four pound ninety nine. Thanks, mate. Fucking hell. Others gave five. Shame. Um, <laughs> how can uh, how come United but, never no, get credit when we beat uh, when we beat teams? i.e. Everton, then they are terrible, but when they beat other teams, maybe they're decent. Chelsea this week. Tricky read that. 
<laughs> do me a favour. Um, <laughs> Read it through first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, so for thanks for the super chat. Um, thanks for the super chat. <laughs> Uh, the the problem, James, is yeah. that what Manchester United are and what they're expected to be means that the level of credit they get will be representative directly to the amount of success they achieve. They're supposed to beat teams at home because they spend all the money. So you're not going to get the credit. You can't have all the money, all the players and the credit. The uh, There is an epic reframe there, though. And the whole Premier League has been epically reframed. With Man City and their woes. It's madness, really. Man City are fourth. Aston yeah. Villa are fifth. Outrageous times here. Just quickly with the uh, so with the Tottenham thing, a couple of good comments I, I got from last week's podcast. And uh, whilst we're looking at the chat here, uh, if you could, let's just know, is Ange in danger here? Has he got to go tonight? Should he go tonight, this evening? There is no, there is no world. We've talked about this. We go back and look. Wow. What do you want me to say? Okay. The same thing I said last well, week. Let me. I've got a rebuttal to that. I've got a rebuttal to that. Here right. it comes. Okay. Villa boys, one, two, three says fourteen defeats in a row is fine. You, that's what you said. Fifteen. You said. So if Spurs I, lose, to- I'm making a point. I'm making well, a point. Don't take it so fucking literally. Well, so if Spurs lose to Everton at home, Forest, Bournemouth at home, Palace at home, Wolves at home, Everton away again, it'll be fine. I respect Flav. But come on, we don't have to talk some rubbish. My, said. But but didn't did did you not also hear the fact? So I am going to have to just repeat what I said last week. Right, okay. So the, I'm saying that the direction of which Tottenham Hotspur are going in is that the, the the results that we're having are while frustrating and difficult sometimes to watch. The overall um, development and adjustment that's taken place in the last few months, is one that will see us in a much better situation than we were before. So if we have to take some defeats now, all right, 15 in a row is, is an extreme. But I was trying to make a point. No one survives in the world survives 15 in a row, do they? I don't think that's ever happened. So, so that, that's all. That's what I'm saying. Like, in the defeat last night, I look at it and you're like, well, actually, the grand scheme of, the grand scheme of things, mm. the performance was fine. We played well. We couldn't... They, they defended excellently. I'll give them their credit there. Well organised, as you expect from David Moyes. But um, but but it's fine. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's... We're moving it. We're moving in the right direction. So and it's yeah. you know look, I, it's it's mad, isn't it? Like because the amount of enjoyment and I appreciate it and respect it because this is what football fandom's about. The amount of enjoyment and glee people get from Spurs, a team that never wins, doing bad poorly. It's it's interesting. Is what I'd say. Yeah. Uh, do you know what I find hilarious? Alfie, so Alfie Bright, thank you for the super chat. He says, why can't Ange utilise pragmatism ever? But what I find far more funny is underneath, Reese has gone, the, the chat is turning on the people that are p- giving a super chat for it being too low an amount. <laughs> like, he said, 199, Alfie. Shameful, really. Oi, Reese, steady. <laughs> steady on like, I can do it tongue in cheek and we can't kind of get away with it but you like we can't get your tone from that one he's, he's, uh, Fergal McClements with a, with a, with another 199 oh um, although he has pretty, yeah he's already given a super chat so it's fine uh, Fergal says 150 characters lads wasn't expecting the shade <laughs> fuck's sake fair enough well uh, George says this Apologies. 
not my words. These are George's words. He says, "Ad is just vibes, but vibes can only get you so far. You're burning too brightly for this to possibly be a sustainable way of operating. It should already be ringing alarm bells that your players are dropping like flies trying to play a style. You're all, uh, you all put your fingers in your ears though because you're enjoying the vibes. What would it have taken for you to maintain your form? Seriously, think about it. You'd need another player of Madison's quality just waiting on the bench." Another, another defender with the same quality of Van der Ven and competent backups for the other 15 players that got injured trying to play Ange's style. You're assuming this is all just going to be magically fixed in the transfer windows. Spurs fans are huffing so much hopium right now and they don't even know it yet. Opium's quality. I've heard copium, not opium. Um, I, look, <laughs> copium. he's right. That's good. Cop- copium, yeah. Opium's amazing. Um, look, he's right to a certain extent because... Um, I don't think the injuries are directly link- linked to Ange's style. Like, um, Perisic is an ACL. Uh, Solomon played two games. Van der Ven was a hamstring injury, but it was a game that was stop and start. So I, th- I, I think over a couple of windows, we, we will be able to address some of these issues. But you saw a fading in the performance at the end of West Ham last night because we played two high-intensity games in, in a few days. Mm. And I think the performances towards the end, using the exact same eleven players, did start, start to suffer. It is a bit of a madness, but, though, that uh, that the one draw you've got in this five is is Man City. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, really, the one you wanted like, to skip. The Wolves, yeah, your lesson there. Not do this. Do not do this. Wall, um, Wolves' performance was awful. All the, all the rest, I'm absolutely comfortable with the performance. I thought we were very, very good in all of them, and if we played them again. The results would be different, but that's just results happening in football. Uh, just look at the check in. I, I don't know what's going on here. No ordinary takes. He just keeps telling us to wash, and there's a thing called soap. He's calling us smelly. I don't really get it's it. Nice, it. Yeah. Was well, this because we're doing this early? Is it because we're doing the live stream? 10 25. Can you not shower before 10 25? Bit confused. Let us know. No ordinary takes. Which sounds well, I guess that makes sense now. And now I read it out. No ordinary takes. Joe yeah. Allen with a bumper five pounds super chat. Cheers, Joe. This guy knows. Spurs actually that's horrific. Uh, Spurs are scoring early in games regularly with an injury plagued squad. Get over the injuries and they finish the season how they started it. Top of the list. No, he didn't say top of the list. <laughs> but well, let's get to that. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Let's have a look at the uh, Premier League table. Because I mean s- still. After going into this, you know, injury ravaged period, you would have taken that, right? Fifth start still? Of season. Oh, for start of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's epic um, reframes absolutely everywhere here. Absolutely it is football. It is football. Because you're allowed. Yeah. Because, man, so if you just said start of the season to, say, Brighton, you're going to be five points off Man City after 15 games. You'd have gone, ding dong, happy days. But would Brighton have taken five points off of Champions League after 15 games? Do you think they would still win? Yeah, I think they would. I think they would, actually. I think that's a good point. But so, and, and you to be three points off Man City, forget the position, but to be three points off Man City at this stage, when you've had the injuries you've had and you've not won a game in five, bottom of the form table, as previously shown. Like again, you would have taken that, and man, and then there's Man United. How they've won four of the last five? Is it time we give Man United a bit of respect? I think 
I'm, I'm so confused. No, but, uh, but this is what I'm saying is you look at the form table and you can have a conversation about it. Before, apart from the Chelsea game, all of those have been like stumbling one nil wins against teams that they should definitely beat. They got very lucky, and in my opinion, so um, you know, having won nine and lost six after fifteen games is not the standard of which Manchester United have become accustomed to, and the, and the adulation their fans expect. <laughs> right, I'm gonna have to push back on this. Based on previous, I'm gonna have to push back on that because you yourself have previously said that they're just they're not a big club anymore. Now you're now you're using it in a way. It's suggesting that because they're a big club, they should be doing better than this. Now, what is it? It's whatever I want it to be <laughs> when at this moment. Ah, good point, Alex Pierce. Uh, do Spurs hit that magic forty points this season? <laughs> what do you reckon? <laughs> should be fine. Uh, yeah, I think we'll be right. I think you'll be right. Okay, so Premier League contenders. Uh, <laughs> Brighton, we're cutting them adrift. I think we are, aren't we? What's for the win the league? Yeah. Win, to win the league, Brighton would have to go on an outrageous run and it just isn't, it's not the same this year. 27 goals they've conceded. That's crazy. There's a lot of goals. It is a lot of goals. They seem to be going through a period of um, adjustment and, you know, Deserby's come out and said the players are not doing what I asked them to do. Uh, there was a game last week that they won. He said, "Look, we won, but this, this, this. Essentially, there's something wrong. But yeah. it, it wasn't like he was attacking his squad. He was like saying this game didn't play out how I wanted it to go. So, but but based on what they have at their disposal, they're still punching well above. It's just again that the expectations adjusted. But five points off Champions League places after 15 games with Brighton's squad, as good as they are, is." That's fair. He's doing right. He's, that's about a par, right? Yeah, for, I agree. For, for, uh, well, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I, I thought they would do a little bit better. I think this is important to look at is like th- is those Premier League injuries. That was another thing that was, I saw in the comments as well. People going, like in Newcastle, you're, man, it's you're, unreal. You're behaving it? like you're the only team without injuries. And actually, yeah, Newcastle, 13 injuries. I'm not. I'm not. Brentford, I'm, 10. Uh, Brentford, 10. When, do you, when are you going to start talking about them? Hmm? I can't give a shit about Brentford or Newcastle, their, their plights. I'm just saying, Spurs, that's what's affecting us. It's also affecting Newcastle and Brentford. But why? if I'm talking about Spurs, why am I referring? Oh, by the way, everything. I know we've got injuries, but everybody has injuries. Yeah. So, am so I going to say that? Yeah. So, oh, I'll say that. All right. Okay. So every so, time I reference Spurs' injuries, I also have to mention that Brentford and Newcastle also have lots of injuries. I think the full stop on that comment is you've got to go, but the whole league has. So let's just get on with it and stop. Stop making excuses. Yeah, but no. But if all people are asking me questions of what's wrong at Spurs, how can I not? Can I just ignore the fact then that that we have injuries? I think well, don't ask in... me the question if you don't want to talk about it. Then don't <laughs> ask the question about why we're. Do you know yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah. No, I hear that. Okay, Newcastle. Go on. Are they Premier League contenders? Are they Premier League contenders? If they get all these players back and they're Ooh. still in the hunt, they are ten points off. No. no. I don't think they are, and no, they're not. They're not because they're so far. Despite how good Eddie Howe has done, and you know the, the amount of injuries, in the same way that Spurs are not, it's it's uh, it, there's a chasm between them and Arsenal, and even them and, and 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 Man City at this stage. Over time, with their finances, they will be in a better position. A couple of transfer windows, 
we might be talking about Newcastle as legit, legitimate title challengers, but their situation right now, their injuries are they're worse than Spurs is, right? If that's how if that yeah. helps people with yeah. the agenda, I think it's important to say. <laughs> yeah, and and they're still performing well, barring that result against Everton. Like, but they're playing a lot of football. They're playing European football on top of the injuries with a squad that's not used to it. You know, losing Tonali to a betting scandal, their luck has been insanely bad. Did they know? Did AC Milan know? Who say? I mean, who knows? But yes, of course they fucking knew. It did seem odd at the time, didn't it? It did seem Just, odd at the time. Do you want, um, I thought he was going to be there want... forever. And they seem quite happy yeah. to sell him now. Yeah, just ring um hi, is that Newcastle? Oh yeah, it's AC Milan here. Um do you do you heard of Tonali? Yeah, well obviously, but I thought he was like a you know boyhood club, you know, store and yeah, club yeah. Be there. It's not gonna be even you, well, you just had Champions League semi final. Yeah, I mean he's he's great. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he, great, he is great, he is great, he is great. Yeah. But would you want him? <laughs> do your price. Do your price. <laughs> really? Pack that up for you. Get that wrapped up for you. <laughs> Yeah. What really? Yeah, come on, mate. Yeah, all right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, he's like, can you actually? He's gone. Can you? Sorry. Can you just go? On? There's your... guys. AC Milan are going to sell us Tonali. What? I'm not sure we even <laughs> want him. Do we? What? He's but he's a one club man. I know. <laughs> Shall best get this sorted. Yeah. All right. He's coming to Newcastle, and the <laughs> yeah, thing we'll is, when that. he turns up at New, he turns up at Newcastle, James, mm. and he go, he looks around, and goes. Fucking! I wish I wouldn't put these things on. You can see on his face, can you? you see and he's picture. like, he brings up, do I really have to go? And and they're like, they're like, well, you shouldn't have done the best thing, should you? Yeah. So yes, you do. Off you pop. Shouldn't have been, shouldn't have been, G A M B L I N G ing, should you? <laughs> yeah. uh, Did anyway, you spell that out because of the. Uh, well, because you didn't want to get caught out. No, no, <laughs> I'm not popping. That <laughs> didn't want to get caught out. <laughs> By the police or whatever. <laughs> right, uh, Phil Boggild, my guy, with a with a flexi five pound one p. Instead of all these five pound super chats, can you become Patreon so I see some of this money? Because James doesn't. I don't get any of this shit. James just keeps it. Could have said that at the end, didn't you? Just pledging my loyalty to the two succulent king, succulent, succulent kings of YouTube football content. We are not worthy. Cheers, Phil. Um, that's, that's, I just thought about yesterday. Big, big the the mailbag yesterday. We were talking about the um that <laughs> the stuffing. Can you see? <laughs> too, take too long to explain. Uh, Joe Allen feeling noshy with a ten pound super chat. Just saying, oh, feeling fuck. noshy. Um, can I ask? A, guys, can I just say, have you have you got the money to to keep chucking? Yeah, because I know it's you know. Ten pounds excessive, is it, Jim? I'm sorry, I know this is your. Well, no, yeah, I've got. I mean, if, oh, look, hey, 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 you know, just make sure you've got the money. Don't leave yeah, yourself yeah. fucking short. Again, just become a patron. Fast, fast, smarter move, guys. You get so much more for it. Over 132, 33 now. Mailbags. Um, bit of a power move, says Tom Martin. I agree. Fergal McClements, who's now who's actually been hard done by here because Fergal McClements could have just dropped a big old sixteen quidder. But instead, he's given three. Five quidders, and actually, I think it was a four ninety nine, and actually, I think he got stung by that by the comments. So it's been a difficult time for him. Um, yeah. Wanted to give five pound, but you YouTube doesn't let me. James, do a deep, do a deep dive into an injury vid, mate. We are trying. We're really trying to get a, a physio, um, but we're finding it quite difficult. Didn't you speak but to one, the doctor, the 
the, yeah, we did, but we yeah, would like we want to get someone I'll, who's a touch more closer to it. That's what we want. Right, um, right. Is it the more than norm? It's a lot more. It's a hell of a lot more for sure. So we wait. Yeah, we want, but we want to talk to a, a kind of someone who's in the middle of it. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, so in the chat, what I would like to know, yes or no, Newcastle United. Are they Premier League contenders? You're going with the firm no, Flav, it would seem. Uh, yeah, I think the challenges are too great for them. I, I'm i going to still say yes, just. I don't really know. How, I don't see Arsenal or Liverpool falling away in any way. So it's about kind of sticking with them and then Man City going a bit of a march. So it does feel like it's tricky. But Liverpool had a couple of injuries. If Arsenal had a couple of injuries or difficult moments, then I'm going to let them just sneak in for now. That's all right. Uh, we move on. Man United, a point ahead of Newcastle, who pumped them a week ago. It is amazing. Just like, just to be fair, it is crazy that they're there and that they're getting so much heat. They are like Newcastle are, are still kind of the darlings of a lot of media people. But Man United uh, have got a lot of heat this year. A lot of heat. But they have been able to get the points. So surely the points do matter. And, you know, especially after the vitriol you received last week at the uh, title. Maybe maybe points do matter. Obviously, the, the be all and end all are points. But there's a, a one way to get to 27 points and another way. And um, depending on... Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. On where you're at, it's like, would you, would I, if, if I think Spurs were in a similar position last year with Conte, um, fifth, 27 points around that, and utterly miserable. And we're in the same position this year and we're ecstatic. So it's, it's about, how, about how you're, how you go, how you, how you go about um, achieving what you've achieved. And I think even Man United fans, some of, some of the ones that were really staunchly behind Ten Hag when they uh, lost the other week, Suddenly, so things started to sort of falter. I, it, yeah, no one has, is going to give any Ma Manchester United, Man City, Liverpool, Tottenham, anyone, any of these big clubs with all the advantages that they have, any credit that they don't deserve. So, True. Man United can't be asking for you know leniency in the in the criticism or or, or, or false praise. Because they're Manchester United and they have all the all of the good stuff. And, and I would even include, like I said, include Tottenham in that. Any of the big six, seven who have all the financial advantages. And yeah, and tried to leave and tried to create a Super League. Scumbags. Yeah, can't now can't then go, oh no, well actually we want more credit than than you're giving us. Fuck off. Yeah. I think I like I like the people finding the nuance in it. I just like to I like to temperature check. Where will Man United finish, guys? I'm intrigued to know where everyone finished. I I obviously I, I don't see them. Do you? Yeah. 
if you go on the performances, that's a completely fair shout. Brian would have to finish above them, although they're only two points off them. West Ham so, three points off them. Yeah, crazy. Could definitely, definitely, definitely happen. Holy shit. Rory, nutcase. Right, that's it now. Calm down. That is enough. What's he done? What's banning, he done? I'm banning Super Chats now. That's enough. That's enough. No more. Um, Reese, Jim, you ignored my 79p um, super chat. Well, there you go. Power move from you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Reese. Um, Reese, Reese, you had a go at someone else for the two pound one. Alex, I already subbed to the fighting cock, so this is Jim's only. Can't buy my mum a Christmas gift now. Thanks, chat. Well, Dave, you've succumbed to beer pressure there. Shame on you. <laughs> Rory with yeah, 23.99 euros. What is going on? Oh, just because I can't make the live show, which doesn't cost that much for a ticket, and you would have got a free pint. It's free. You're an idiot. You're an idiot, Rory. You're an idiot. And Jam, Don't QPR will win a league title before Man United. Right, that's it now. No more Super Chats. Tottenham. Looking forward to the weekend? Am I looking, am I looking forward to the weekend? Am I looking well, yeah. to it? Am I, am I looking forward to it? Um, yeah. Back-to-back victories and a home game against Hull City? Yeah, I think I am. Um, mate, it's going to be mate. Hull City's tough though. They're they're good. They're actually very good. Yeah, you're good. That's a good point. Very good point. Well made. Yeah. Three of it, three. If we give in three on the spin, two home games on the trot. Before he came in, Jim, you were wait, thinking wait, we wait, could wait. go down. You were convinced. Convinced actually, you were already thinking about League One football. Mate, I I can't see us winning, but I tell you, I take a draw. <laughs> but you was though, wasn't you? You were thinking Mate, about League One over. football. It was over. It was over. Finished. We're finished. We're finished. Now look at us. Now look at us. Uh, right, we've got to stay on course here because we've got we've got Ainsley in the world, an oh, unbelie- okay, okay, unbelievable okay. Ainsley in the world. Actually, by the way, um, really, I do want to. Just well, enough. Quickly... I think I might have seen it. Think... Have you? Well, I've seen one that was on Twitter, and it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Oh, sure. Uh... Yeah, yeah. We got to. Um... Yeah, we got to break that down as well. Right. right Let's quick, quickly cool. get this. All right, who are the Premier League contenders? Just so everyone's happy. Right, right so, Ma- so Man United are not. Sort of, no, no, not 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 Spurs. Although I do think we'll finish the season really, really strongly. Um, Manchester City could easily win every game for the rest of the season. That could happen. Yeah. They don't look great, but with Rodri back now, I think that they are obviously still in the title race. Obviously, without question. I got absolutely done by Villa. Absolutely destroyed them. But they did have five centre-backs on. Do you write them off? Mate, I said on this podcast, Villa could finish second. I I absolutely stand by that. You did say that. I think sometimes, until until you've seen it with players, then they're not kind of put in that standing, and so no one kind of gives them the credit they deserve. Aston Villa have a squad that is as good as Tottenham's, as good as, better than Man United's, like if you do the, manager. Do you know what, the combined eleven, you'll sadly never see is is Aston Villa versus Man United. Aston Villa versus Man United in a combined eleven. Aston Villa absolutely trounced them with that. Absolutely yeah. trounced them with that. Eight nine, mate. I mean, I, we could Eight do it. Nine? We'll, we'll do it next week or whatever it is. But like, there's yeah, loads. Right, Goalie, I, centre forward. I, I've had enough of better. combined 11s, but I'd be well up for doing a Villa Man United com- uh, combined eleven for sure. Mate, that that gets ugly um, for Man United. For sure. I it is if look, Manchester City for just, just to draw a line under them are they could win the league and the and, and 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 they no, they they're always in it. 
what's quite interesting is there seems to be a shift in what he's trying to do, Pep Guardiola. And it may be that a transitional season is what he's experiencing. But I think they'll be an, obviously be there. Villa, obviously, history would tell us that Villa won't, won't do it. But right now, yes, they're in a the title challenge. Mate, uh, Villa are in there. Villa are in there. Do you are yeah, as well? Yeah. Because okay, say like, oh, they got pumped by Newcastle. They got pumped by Newcastle away. They got to play Newcastle at home. Well, remember this stuff. Their home form is a joke. The the victory and the nature of the victory against Manchester City would change the conversation around what they're capable of completely. Yeah, and it do, was do, impressive. If they beat Arsenal, all... if they beat Arsenal this weekend, then you're looking at a title challenging side. Could they? The what yeah. will happen with Villa. This is what will happen with Villa is they'll be on this incredible run, and then that the sort of run and the pressure will kind of eat them up a little bit it's in around tricky. January, in around January, yeah. maybe February. They'll just get a little bit tense. They'll just get a little bit tense. Every game becomes like, oh, not we're not now. We've got to win that one. We've got to win that one. Yeah, we've got to win them. You yeah. have to win them, and the, 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 and then the football becomes less fun. <laughs> we ain't won that game. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Um, I just, I just are Arsenal in it. I'm not sure they are because going life and death with Luton Town. I don't know. Is that is that? I mean, is that, is that is that sign of a Premier League contender? Same happened to Liverpool. Kenilworth Road, eh? A little kettle, No one talks about fucking Luton Town. They've got they, they've got Man City at the week at the weekend. As well. They've had some bloody good results at Kenilworth. I mean, even even that loss to uh, yeah loss to Arsenal. It's super unfortunate. They played really well, Luton. Much, much more impressive than I thought they were going to be. But yeah, Liverpool and Arsenal, it's going to be... It's going they're, to... they're proper in there. They're proper in there now. And they're starting to believe. Man City needs to sort of turn it on a little bit. Liverpool have had a lot of sort of tight games. Lots of tight games. But they win all those games. They have found the answers time and again. Arsenal, same thing. It's exciting. Uh, the belief percentage on Arsenal and Villa has gone up. Oh, sorry, Arsenal, Liverpool, and Villa obviously as well has gone up significantly. Whereas I think it's because four or five because weeks ago it was feeling. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, Man City have kind of fallen away a little bit. I think Pep's going to do something pretty wild soon because he needs to find a way of winning games without Rodri. That's a problem. You no, know do you know what this is? They get what they fucking deserve, Manchester City, because okay. they have they have the they have the they have the the fucking the, the goal. To sell first team players to their rivals and think it won't affect them. Like yeah. Cole Palmer's goal against Manchester City United. Like people are going, and I think this not isn't a mad statement, but people are saying, I, I put a tweet out saying, like, why did they sell Cole Palmer? And it, but the re- response pretty much was, well, because of financial player play, they had to. But they could have they engine they, they found themselves in a situation where they had to sell him. And go, well, we got we've got Bernardo Silva, we've got Foden. Do you think do you do you think Cole Palmer's ceiling isn't as high as Foden's? I think it is. Do you think it's as high as Phil Foden? Uh, I think they're very different players. Uh, I think... What, what, it, their impact on the side. The, 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 the response, Jim, mm. the response I got from asking why they should have sold them was that they had Phil Foden. That was the response. So that's why I'm asking. Do, is, the, is he ceiling as high as, as, high as um, Phil Foden's? The answer is possibly, yes. Poss- don't, probably, sell him yeah. to, fuck, don't sell him to Chelsea. He's too good. You've made them too good. I mean, three selling Zivchenko and and Jesus to to um to Arsenal. Financial You're fair selling... play. Three cheers for Man City for playing by the rules. Hip hip hooray! Hip hip hooray! Hip hooray! Oscar Bob, isn't it? Oscar Bob. Oscar Bob on his way. Engineered a situation 
where they are strengthening their, their rivals, whether it's financial fair play or not. There's sure, an arrogance think, to it, in my opinion. I think the important thing is that we're going to stop talking about football now. Okay. Okay. Right. Ainsley's in the world. Um, this is uh, this actually first one is from Josh, and this is the winner of the Jim Big Laugh Award this week. Uh, by the way, if you are all new to the podcast, please do hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. We're actually like under three k away from three hundred k. Fuck you know, that's good. But I don't think we're going to get there before the end of the year, which is really a bit heartbreaking. But uh, anyway, um, so yeah, if you haven't subscribed yet, just go go and click the button. Go and click the button. Um, What was that? What was that tone about? Well, because you're just fucking steeped in success. I want the three. Look how great you're doing. I know you do. You'll get it. But just don't have to get it before Christmas. It doesn't mean less. Does it not? Look it feels at you. like it will. Do you know, it feels like it actually will. It's a bit, it's a bit of a what, shame. What a Christmas present it would be for James if he gets to 300 <laughs> Yeah, sorry. That uh, feels a bit beggy, but I was just... It's, that is weird, isn't it? Thank you. You've set me straight there because it's ridiculous. Okay. Josh Richardson. Um, not entirely related to the Ainsley Harriet celebration, but I thought I'd mention my stepsister had two kids, a boy called Ainsley and a girl called Harriet. She claims she's <laughs> never heard of him. I'm not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> Ainsley and Harriet. That You've had a mare. You've had an absolute mare. <laughs> what never are you doing? Never heard of him. Mm. I reckon she obviously she has heard of him, but she hasn't realised till after the fact and gone, oh no. Mm. Adolf, Adolf, come on. Hitler, come on. Oh. Come on. Yeah, have you met my two kids? <laughs> yes. Adolf Hitler. Uh, um okay. <laughs> Ainsley wrong. You've got to be a very kind of strong person to go, you know, I re- do really like the name Adolf. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but it's a bit, you know, are you really going to do that to your kid? I know, you know, it's a little bit sort of tetchy, but I do like the name. There was a girl I, I knew at school and her dad was called Adolf. And I thought, <laughs> I thought your dad, like that's even closer to the, you know, when, you know, it's, you know, Adolf, we don't hear Adolf Hitler's name as much as we used to. Which I, think, I I presume is you know a good thing overall, though we must yeah. never forget, of course. But the but the fact that they called, he went, yeah, I'm gonna go with Adolf. No, 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 it'll go, it'll pass, it'll pass. It's quite no, it's quite it's quite a charged name. Mm, yeah. it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. No one, will, no one will remember it in a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, Celtic sixty nine. Thanks for reading my Ainsley story. This was um a, a ready steady cuck last week. If you didn't uh, haven't checked out last week's podcast, and our top comment was this is one of the best episodes in recent memory so if you enjoyed last week i mean that's great but if you haven't seen it go check it, it out was good. Uh, he said i think the best possible option going forward is to now film myself doing the ainsley at christmas dinner with them both as i stare at my dad and ask if he remembers Fucking ready yeah. steady cut gate unlike their marriage <laughs> we can only move forwards <laughs> please make that a reality okay make, Chris, like, what, what greater thing on christmas day if there were just a, an absolute tsunami of Christmas Day Ainsley Harriet celebrations during Christmas, dinner. I think we. I, I. You said this last week, and I think we should really work towards just an epic Christmas Day of of, of Ainsley's everywhere. Yeah, we need. We use a hashtag. The hashtag's still a thing. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I mean, maybe. Uh, what okay. hashtag we use? Let me show you. Let me showcase some. We'll come some up with a plan. We'll come up with a plan. Let me showcase some belters. Oh, brilliant. I found out. So, right. This is Daniel Orchard. We're going to work in order. These are three utterly brilliant Ainsley Harriet celebrations. 
you I've never was... seen these. I'm so excited. Exactly. You thought it was over. It's just getting started, guys. Because what we're really seeing now is people doing it in the wild and kind of like undercover. So first up, we've got Daniel Orchard. Let me just show you Daniel Orchard here. So here's Daniel. I might have to just unmute. Yeah. Okay. This is so Daniel said. Hi, Jim. Loving the pod. Here's my Ainsley attempt from a gig the other night. It's a Christmas gig. Uh, see if you can spot him. There he is. That's amazing. <laughs> daily. Quite, um, quite a punchy source there, I think. Amazing. Really <laughs> digged into it. It's thrusting as well. Good pan away. It's, Great camera work. It's... Really good pan away. Really happy with that. Whilst well, the rest, everyone else is just cracking on with their Christmas do. Great stuff. That is top, top draw. Good stuff, Daniel. Now, this, I can't say it's my favourite. And I think we're, at some point we're going to have to do like a top 10 or something. But this is unbelievable so this is josh barnes now josh barnes does the bulletins for um greatest hits norfolk and uh, north suffolk so and he said he said i can't say there's anyone in the room jim but there should be over a hundred k listening right <laughs> this is ace <laughs> I loved it. I've watched this quite a few times. And obviously the voice that you'll hear on the radio. So this goes out uh, on radio, right? He does the bulletins, right? Here we go. Listen. Rainy spells are expected across Norfolk <laughs> and North Suffolk today with temperatures up to five degrees. That's the latest. I'm Josh Barnes. That's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. So good. So it really is he's hidden. Really hidden. It's the composure. To do his job. Yeah. While on his home, he set up a camera and go, this is going to be great. And you need, if you hear it, listen to it back, it goes up slightly. I think he great kind of... If you... expected across Norfolk and North Suffolk today with temperatures up to five degrees. That's the latest. I'm Josh Barnes. <laughs> I think overall, he keeps it together. There, there is this, no, he, is, does, he does. He's laced with excitement. If you really, really... Right at the start, because <laughs> he's, he's jiggling a bit as well. He's not staying still. So maybe his heart rate's up just a little bit. But yeah, here we go. Rain Unreal. That's quality. Norfolk. Yes, Norfolk. He really says Norfolk. That's the latest. I'm Josh, I'm Josh Barnes. Great work from Joshy Barnes. Unreal, Josh Barnes. Love quality it. work, son. Um, but somehow, guys, somehow. Now, I don't know if everyone's seen this on Twitter. I presume you have. But Flav, what did you request last week? Well, I just, I, I, what I requested, I thought it'd be fantastic if it's when you do an Ainsley and no one knows what the hell is going on. So if you happen to be in your front room and you just pull out an Ainsley in front of your missus, how is she going to react? And can you catch that on, um, on camera? Mm. Someone nailed it. Okay. So yes, this is Will Hester. Utterly superb. And, and, also, the the replies after are amazing. And there's the one where it's the Love Actually. Have you ever seen Love Actually? Where there's the guy who fancies his best mate's Mrs. Kira Knightley. And then he yeah. tells her with the cards. And she sees yeah. it. And then he walks off and he goes, that's enough. That's enough now. 
And then and someone took that video and put that under there. Stop now. It's like, stop now. Stop now. Stop. That's, that's, that's enough, enough now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so that's what people saw of this. So uh, Flav said, importantly, don't tell them what's going on. See what their reaction is like. This is Will Hester. Um, and hopefully you can see his girlfriend's look here. Here we go. Good luck. Good luck, everyone. Oh, ready? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused. What are you doing? <laughs> no. Do you like no. that? <laughs> right right okay let's break this down so i think there's this is a guaranteed two watcher because great for retention as well you are trying to get this out there because first of all the audacity is amazing the setup i love the angle of yeah. the camera superb the framing well done now he's got the misses here one thing i would like to say so either you watch the misses or you watch uh you watch will well, I, can I just say, I've watched it I've about 200 times. Right. And I've seen everything. I've seen I know everything. everything. Okay. Right, <laughs> I'm just going to make sure you can see Will's girlfriend here. Uh, so if we focus on Will for a second, uh, sorry, the girlfriend for a second, and then we'll, we'll, we'll enjoy the Ainsley. There is a moment where she is a gasp. Yeah, and you can like... hear her go. <gasps> Something okay. like that. Now listen, listen, listen closely. Okay. All right. <laughs> there. She went. What are you I think she's salivating. No. She like, is that for me? That's the peak. Do you like that? No? There, oh. there. Look at him. Look, she doesn't know as well. She doesn't know about the camera. As you can tell. Great work from Will. And yeah, just to break Amazing. down just to break down what Will's doing here. True commitment. She's amazing. I love how the source band comes out. Ready? That was important as well. Throw the jumper in her face. <laughs> yeah, make it sexy if you can. Out. Just whip that out. That's 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 that sort is... of tucked in his back, round his back, and it? he's just gone. Whoop. Yeah. <laughs> Takes his time there. Takes a pause there. That's amazing. Takes a pause there. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. You like that? Amazing. No. <laughs> you don't. Oh. Well, well done. Brilliant. Stunning well, work. Proud of you. More. You've been seen by 150,000 people. <laughs> 150K. Ouch. That's more views. Than, like, I, I could put work into a video and not get 150K. But like you've just nailed it. Beautiful. Catherine says, I feel for her. Ah, I mean, she's lucky. I think she's lucky. Uh, right. What have we got here? Great work. And there's a great comment here about Arteta, which you just want. I just, I kind of just wanted to hear your take on it. You haven't got to say much because I know we've got a lot of time. Matthew Millington King, Arsenal fan, love Arteta. We are, we're in a different stratosphere to the one he found us in. Reverse the culture and trajectory in a relatively short time. 
He's been backed not to extraordinary levels and hardly wasted any of it. It winds everybody up. He likes to play nice football, but is happy to compromise when required to keep us evolving and moving upwards. A former club captain just to sweeten the deal. Do not be fooled by a silly minority who went early on abandoning him during 2021 and are too proud to reverse it. Just that go through, through you? Is that go through you a bit? No, look, no, look, no, look, let me be honest. Um, he, there are some good points to what he's made, and the, and I appreciate if it was the other way around and Spurs were in that situation, I would absolutely love him, like winding everybody up and being an, an arsehole. Um, but the expense, the, he's been back to an excessive degree. Like that, they're the only club, pretty much, part them and Man United that have done that in the last five years. Okay, uh, daring and doing. I think this might be Will. Next, I'll do it at Christmas in front of my granddad. At Christmas, he's always calling me a fat lump. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm not, yeah, we're not calling you a fat lump. Yeah, some, yeah <laughs> great. You look great. Okay. Uh, emasculated George. Fat lump. Uh, George said, on the mixture of piss etiquette and power moves, now Flav spoke about last week about how Robbie dominated a, a toilet Mate, and by going for the middle... Unreal. Middle cubicle. There were three urinals. He took the middle. Where was I going to go? He's a big lad as well, Robbie. Yeah. There's not. There wasn't great, a, a huge amount of room. So I had to go to a cubicle. Got absolutely fucking well put him off the place. Yeah. So on the mixture of that and power moves, I was in a pub before Arsenal versus Lens match where I walked into the toilet to be met with a man stood in the middle of one of three urinals whilst being the only oh, one in here. Yeah, it's wrong. The it thing that quiet. shocked me most was that he had his hands on his hips. And a lean back that would almost obstruct my path to the urinal that I needed. <laughs> I already felt inferior. However, when I initiated the customary look down that we have all agreed must be done. However, ashamed you are of it. That only crushed my self-esteem further. I then left him to have his quiet time or whatever it was. Amazing. Poor, poor George. Um, all right. And with, okay, finish off with a bit of condiment chat. Obviously. Mayo versus mayo and butter has now become mayo versus mayo and butter versus salad cream. After Flab brought that up last week. Final final nail in the coffin for me with the, the mayo versus mayo, mayo and butter. Mayo can't go with butter. End of story. This is Casey. Uh, they're too similar. We don't need two Sergio Busquets in one team. Let mayo or preferred sauce be the glue of the team and let the rest of the team shine. Adding butter to that is like spamming A on pro clubs and losing the ball all of the time. Trying to be the spotlight instead of being a humble player like Busquets, who gets the job done. If you like butter in a sandwich, brackets, taste buds of a child, that's fine, but don't add the two. Good point. He's, he's, that isn't a good point. He's in the minority, and you're just because just you're agreeing with him. You, you, strong you, point. You strong put point. it there. Strong it's point. Not. Everybody starts. You start, regardless of what goes in, putting butter on a bread for a sandwich. Everyone starts. The first thing you do is butter the bread. First thing. First thing you do? That's made it. You get two slices right? of bread out, and the first thing you do, after you have all the ingredients, is butter the bread. Right, sa- salad cream. Now, okay. First of all, I th- I, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll lead up to the most passionate response, which came from Mark. Kennedy said, salad cream, spelled C-R-E-M-E, yeah. is better than yeah. mayo for egg or tuna. I will die on that hill and still call it egg mayo and tuna mayo. So a lot of people are saying tuna. 
Salad cream and tuna is the one, apparently. I'm not going anywhere near salad cream. I'm sorry. There's just Whatever. no way. Not, never. Do you know? Because you know, sometimes, oh, I'll try this because like, it clearly is like, you know, a high level food, like olives or hummus, right? You kind yeah. of got, you got to make your way and give it a go, right? Salad cream, you don't need to be doing that. Yeah, people are saying tuna potassium. Yeah, a lot of people saying tuna. So, so um, two people said that. Oh, also, salad cream uh, might be seen as imprisoned by its own name, but I 50 50 it with mayo in a tuna or egg mayo sandwich. Rules are there you know to what? be broken. Secret ingredient. Yeah, when I make pasta, when I make a potato salad, I'll, I'll use salad cream and mayo. Potato that's salad. Bit of zing. Bit of zing. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, and then um, what a little chop. But so, Kenny said salad creme, and you and Dixon, a uh, <laughs> bit of a, a Freudian slip maybe there. He said salad crime, because it is a crime. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of people. Some people wanted to defend it, but the most but, passionate. But, but I'm just wondering. Is there anyone out there actually putting salad cream on a on, on like on a salad? Like they're actually just going like that yeah, all yeah. over, <laughs> all over an actual just a bowl of salad. Is nah. that because I've never seen that happen in my life? I've never seen anyone do that. Not since it's not and, since 1954. I don't think that has happened. But you, yeah, you wouldn't have had the the, the 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 amount of condiments available to you back then. So you're just like, well, salad cream. This is what we use. But mm. you don't have to do that. It's still branded as salad cream. Is yeah. anyone out there going? Bunging it all over lettuce. It's like, yeah. Uh, but the most passionate was Mark. He said, Gammon, boys. Salad cream with gammon. It's epic. Is it? There you go. Uh, I do need to quickly just deal with the turkey fish. You said custard creams are way more basic than rich teas. You, what the fuck are you on about? That doesn't make any fucking sense, mate. You, so, you're a fucking you're... idiot, mate. At least you can dunk them in tea. You can dunk custard creams in tea. You also, do it quickly. It, and it's amazing. It's like a melt. It's melted. What, what psycho what goes into a shop and buys custard creams by choice? Turkey, four-week ban. Look, I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm not a big, I'm a defender of the custard cream. I, 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 would, I would never consciously go, yes, I'm going to have a, myself a nice custard cream or buy some for the shop. Same like Bourbons as well. They're just, they, they aren't for me. But I would never, ever put a rich tea above any other biscuit. Yeah. Because it doesn't taste of anything. It's shit. Right. Quick question for everyone in the chat. Rich tea or custard cream? Right in the no chat one... right now, please. Oh, I I'd need to know that. I need to know. Anyone says, I know it's important to know. See, that's, that's what, and that's why I'm asking this question. I, I, that's why I'm asking this question because Thomas Martin has just said custard creams are elite. So see, I can trust people that like custard creams. So, right. Cameron Spooner. They're not elite. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Anyone, and in particular, so four-week ban for turkey fish, you weirdo. Cameron Spooner. Yeah. What are you on about, Cameron Spooner? That is the most, that's worse than what he said. Rich teas dunk better than any. What are you on about? What's that guy's name? Cameron Spooner. I hate your fucking guts. What are you on about? That is the worst take I've ever seen eight week ban we'll see you in 2024 a rich, a rich tea dunks better than a hot mob no chance rich tea doesn't dip better than anything doesn't taste of anything once you've dipped it if you dip a and custard cream in then you've got like a melt you've got a lovely melted creamy bit <laughs> oh, my word. what are you on about uh, right finish off condiments as footballers 
we've got a, we've got an eleven, and I'll run through it super quick. Condiments as footballers, Darwin Nunez is some chili sauce of unknown origin in one of those refillable plastic bottles at the burger van. It's exotic, it's enticing, but it's a gamble. It could lead to either one of the best scrans of your life or debilitating diarrhea. Have you? uh, I would love to know if any Liverpool fans have got diarrhea from Darwin Nunez. Be interested to know. Oh, Sam's here. The originator of the Samism. Sam from United People's TV. Sam Peoples. Hot drinks are shit. He's just coming to say that, is he? Hot drinks are shit. (laughs) Hot drinks are shit. (laughs) (laughs) All hot drinks. That makes (laughs) complete. Makes complete sense. Sam's just smashing fizzy lemonade. Just just tapping hot drinks are shit. (laughs) I want to contribute. Hot shit. Hot drinks are shit. That is funny. The hot all hot drinks are shit. Do you do you drink more hot drinks or cold drinks? More hot, more hot drinks. Through the day. Yeah, yeah, by, by a mile, by an absolute mile, by an absolute mile. Well, how many, how, how many liters of hot drink are you having a day? Mm. Got, I mean, what's that? You've got a little jug there, Jim. What, what's that? Yeah, yeah, jug? yeah. I love. I love and that's I love full it. of if coffee. I'm coming up, if I'm coming up for a while, then I'll have a whole cafeteria of uh, coffee. That's a liter. Get myself, get get it all kicking off. Um, yeah, Sam, don't like Sam. I wish you could come into our Discord so you could say your your epic line from years back because it is a Friday. It is on Friday. Good. Does he have it? Does good have feelings it? all round. Happy feelings. <laughs> all feelings round. always get it wrong. Happy. Anyway, if you know, you know. Doesn't matter. Right. Thomas Martin with a quick fire one, which is players. Hang on, let me unmute my WhatsApp. Is he? Is that him? No, it's not. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Right. Here we go. So, Condiment FC. Manager Antonio Conte is wasabi, hard, direct, can turn against you. Goalkeeper Nigel Martin, garlic mayo, never lets you down, always saves the day. Right back, Carl Walker, Tabasco, fast, out of the bottle, runny. Centre back, Virgil van Dijk's ketchup, very successful and popular, but not the best ever, like many people say. <laughs> oh, Tommy. Centre back, second centre back, John Terry, horseradish, solid, dependable, but can be offensive. <laughs> 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 Left back, Ashley Cole, barbecue. One of the best ever in his position. It's only left back, but every team still needs one. Good. DM, Sergio Busquets. Blue cheese sauce. Underrated amongst his peers. The one least talked about. An acquired taste. Okay. Uh, in, uh, alongside him in centre midfield, Roy Keane, vinegar, sour, can be abrasive in large quantities. <laughs> Attacking midfield. Frank Lampard, hot sauce. Has a strong kick, but can be poorly managed. Because <laughs> he can't manage. Good. Left wing, Thierry Henry, French mustard. Va, va, boom. Right wing, Cristiano Ronaldo, pesto. Tasty, but thinks he's better than you. <laughs> that is true. Pesto is tasty, but it does seem to think it's better than me. And striker Michael Owen is chocolate sauce. It's a great finisher, but you never want too much of him. Can get sickly. Great work. Yeah. Do you know what? There's a second and 11 here. From Mike Bird, which is very good, but I'm going to leave it with Tom because I, I think I don't think we'll be doing better than that. Well done. Um, and there you have another podcast, the Jaffen Podcast. Uh, thank you very much for all your super chats, guys. That was great. I'll be pocketing that, buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you would like to give Flav some money, then I, don't uh, want, it. I want you to give me the money. Yeah. Oh no, I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, I will. Over the years, it must be a substantial amount of money. Yeah, and and that will make its way to you. Tell you what, you just buy buy your son something nice for Christmas. Okay, I will. Okay, I definitely, I definitely, definitely will. 
<laughs> right. Uh, right, guys. Uh, have a great weekend. Yeah, if you do want to join us on the Patreon, it's, what's it, four quid or something like that. We've got our uh, live show coming up. It is sold out. So thank you, everyone. Uh, apparently it's sold out. The last few tickets sold out within an hour of the podcast going live, which is amazing. Uh, it's yep. just the start of the live show. So come be a part of it. Come have a pint with us. It's going to be great fun. And uh, we've got some exciting ideas um, for the podcast as well. So, uh, so yeah. Jobs, basically. Yeah. And uh, the loads, other... Loads. We will be doing an Ainsley Harriet celebration off. So if you are, if you have a ticket and you're up for that, DM me. We, we can, I can put you in the running. It's going to be good fun. Uh, right, guys. Uh, we'll speak to you next week. Have a great weekend. Goodbye. Cheers, everyone.